0: Well done. Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Top Ten. Tonight we're going to be talking about the top ten movies of 2018 so far. Guys, this might have been the hardest list to put together. Uh, There were quite a bit of disappointments throughout the year here. And uh, we were just talking about one right before the cast. uh, But we won't dive too much into the disappointments. Tonight is going to be a lot about the good um event we, we had a quite a few i'm not going to spoil too many but i mean recently we had a good one and we're just going to dive right in but first off i just want to introduce my buddy chris what's up man how you doing tonight what's going on Leo? i'm doing great how are you my friend oh i'm good man i'm good ready to dive deep into some of these movies um what about you you ready to talk about some movies man yeah i'm excited always always ready to talk about movies Yes, sir. There's never a moment. Um, go ahead and give it. Up. Give us our first one, our number ten on the list. Uh, what would you put on top ten movies of 2018? Oh, it's gonna be a little controversial, but I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. Oh man, this is so tough because, like you were explaining, I'm right now second guessing my number ten pick, and I Uh-oh. don't want to do that. But like, I have a tendency to like. Trying kind to of throw you guys off with my picks uh, as of late so i'm probably just gonna you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna shuffle it around and i'm gonna go with uh just a, a probably an obscure one but it's called the death of stalin i don't know if you've heard about that or seen any of the um, trailers for that film at all leo have you admittedly i have seen the trailers but i haven't seen the movie yet um, it, it, it's actually pretty good. I think that it's, it's funny, like it, it's it got that dry British wit to it. And it's, it's, a it's, it kind of set, it centers around like, uh, it's like a Soviet power struggle and, and it, it, it has great acting and it's not really flashy, so to speak. It's got like a, a, a thin out pace to it. It's kind of slow methodical, but it's like a dark comedy for me. And to be honest with you, I was shuffling around a few other ones and I just recently uh, watched that and I'm going to do a review on it, but yeah, I'm going to go in it. Originally was my number nine, but I'm going to slide it as my number 10 pick is the death of Stalin. Um, I'm trying to think of the actor that that are in it so I can plug it, but other than bringing up on my phone, I can't really remember who's in it and it's some very famous people, but, um, if you haven't checked it out and you're like bored one day and you have access to it, I believe you can get it on iTunes. It is on iTunes. Um, oh, rent it. It'll it'll be kind of like a sleeper on you. I think you'll kind of like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Put it on. You know, don't put, invest too much into it. Just kind of let it, you know, uh, kind of hit you as it go. It's not really historically accurate, point for point, but there are some. Some uh, it's, It is loosely based on some historical facts, but there we go. I'm going to go with The Death of Stalin um, for my number 10 pick. So it looks like it's like a political satire. on Is it on Stalin's life here or, or about to, you know, right before his death here? Um, Yeah, it, it centers in and around it, yes. Uh, okay, it is like cool. political satire, so to speak. Yeah, it's got, um, if you're familiar with like I'm trying to think of a film, like, um, just, like, kind of like that British, I would say it has British humor, if that means anything yeah, to yeah, anybody. That, that that's how I would mine. describe it. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you've seen Four Weddings and a Funeral, that's a very 90s movie, but a lot of dry British humor in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not obscure, that British humor. Humor. Like, said, This is really hard. Like, I didn't, I didn't know... Like, I've seen a lot more, I've seen a lot worse films than good this year so far, and it's very hard to pick them. But I'm sure we'll pick more relatable films as this thing gets better. It's kind of just up. like a lot of the films this year were good, but not great. Um, it's hard to pick out the movies that were just absolutely great because, I mean, you got to think about it. In terms of the movie industry, it's like January, February, they're generally pretty dry, um, and they're pretty yeah. dry this year. Uh, besides Black Panther, and that's kind of what lit the spark a little bit. The March was also kind of slow. Um, I know that's when Pacific Rim 2 came out, but I wouldn't quite put that on the top ten. So it's just Uh, like things – it's kind of been like uphill and then kind of slow, and then it it, it just spiked up. This list definitely has – yeah, this list definitely has asterisks near it. Because it's not yeah. the end of the year yet, you know what I mean. If we we're doing this in December, it would be a lot easier for us to talk about this. But I think, and I came in with this mindset, Leo. Like I think we should all like take every single one of these with a grain of salt. It's very hard to do. Absolutely. That. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like I mean, like we were saying, it's not December, so you can't really no. culminate a lot of movies yet. Once December comes, oh, we might completely, we we'll are probably completely. We might be able to, to compile it. Yeah. Yeah. Worst and but, but yeah. Go ahead, man. For, uh, for number nine, I'll go ahead and just shift a little bit here and go to Solo. Um, I thought this was a really, what? really good. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know you're going to be all surprised, but <laughs> I really <laughs> like Solo. And here's why um, Star Wars, I love the Star Wars universe. Love it. I love Clone Wars. I've been through Clone Wars, Rebels. I love everything about it but this movie was refreshing in that it just really focused on a central group of characters and it wasn't didn't focus too too broadly on the force and what was going on around it it just was so tight and I loved the Han and Chewie humor throughout this entire movie it had its faults but I, I really enjoyed it I found myself laughing having fun this was a fun movie. Now, would I want a trilogy? That's a little too much to like put on it right now. It's a little too much weight. Um, it failed in the box office, unfortunately, and I just think that was due to poor marketing and the reception of The Last Jedi. People were really riled up about that, but this was a fun ride. The Kessel run was a little disappointing, and this will probably slide off my list as the year go, goes by, but I hope it does. I, I really like these. I really like these standalones, man. Like, come on. You got to admit, this was good. It wasn't great. That's why it's number nine. But it was good. It was a good film. It was a fun ride. I seen it twice, and I enjoyed it immensely. I know you're an old school fans, so you just disagree with me. But I like to hear your thoughts, man. I really, really enjoyed myself seeing this film. It was just on the edge of great. No, I mean, I see, I see what you're saying. Um, and I didn't hate the film. I just thought it was, like, super white, super vanilla. Like, I just thought it was, you know, nothing spectacular. Um, but I, uh, you're right. I think, uh, you know, the production problems that this film had that we're all aware of, I think that shot itself in the foot. The subpar reacting, reaction sorry, from Last Jedi didn't do this film any favors. But some of the things that I just couldn't shake that stuff because being such a geek and a nerd, I'm watching everything, you know, like you, like every little thing that comes out, like Ron Howard's now the director. They fire those other two people. The, the lead actor can't act and they had to bring an acting to yeah. all this stuff. And then I'm watching well, the film and I go, oh my God, now I can see what they see and it's just, it sucked it down for me. But if we're talking about right now, July, it's got to be on the top 10. So I'm not arguing with you on there because I, I you know, it's, It's not on mine, but I put the Stalin one before it, and I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, definitely bash the film. Um, Chewie was cool to see. Um, uh, Yes, but it it had fun moments, so, uh, you know, I'm not gonna disagree with the placement of it, and I see why people do like it. Uh, It's just, oh, my God, these standalone films, I don't know, and I know that George Lucas didn't even know what he was doing when he first started this, right? This universe that we've we call star Wars and kind of like level and pedestal. We put George Lucas on, you got to understand something. Everything comes at a moment as a creator, like the original thought process for this world. It was rejected. He did, you know what I mean? He went through layers and trials and other people put their, put their stank on it. Everyone talks about how good empire is. George didn't direct that. (laughs) Okay. So it's like, (laughs) we, we put all this like faith into, and George was kind of like at a point where he was smart enough to go, okay, you, Sir, are a fantastic director and a teacher, he, he taught film. And, like, you know, he brought in, and that's the kind of mentality I bring to when I do my projects is I try to get the best people to work with me. Like, you're better at doing Absolutely. this than me. Can you work with me? Because I want you to use your talent and your skills and, and be creative, and I want to give you that environment to help me for, achieve my goal. And you give me, he gave a lot of creative people a window to embrace what he was starting to create and then give them new ideas so like Be- Boba Fett, you know, a lot of people have their hands in all these little characters that we love and we praise George Lucas. But the essence of Star Wars and all that kind of thing that he talks about afterwards, it, these rebooted ones, I don't recognize them. But that's just, you know, I don't know. Like George said, you know, it is what it is. You know, I I have an appreciation for the new ones. And I just feel that it's kind of I know George doesn't really. I, I know George is kind of just, you know, on the backseat It's, it's like not really his direction it. anymore. Like, right. but it's still continuing the legacy of those films that he was involved in. So I'm definitely going to keep on like enjoying them. Um, I I just sometimes I I I'm surprised that people didn't like The Last Jedi, but I understand why. Um, but ever since The Force Awakens, like I've felt like it's just been a breath of fresh air. Uh, the prequels weren't that great and I feel like the sequel series is even better than those and I just I don't I, I feel like it's gonna get better and better. Like for me, somebody like The Last Jedi, it never stopped. Like there's never kind of like that there was never a moment where it was just like, well it just kinda of feels flat now. No, it just the train is still still rolling. And I don't think we sh- like, especially with the solo, I went in with pretty low expectations. It was a little above what I had thought it was going to be. Um, did it blow me away? Not, no, not entirely, but it was fun. It was a break from the main storyline, and we could go and see a character who unfortunately just died in the main storyline. But it was nice to see him for that one last moment. Now, I don't – that might be why I'm a little against the trilogy, just leave it alone. Uh, Don't beat a dead horse, but I just, I really enjoyed this one and I thought it was a fun space voyage. Was it pretty typical? Yeah. Uh, Did it have a lot of typical tropes? Of course, but it was fun. And especially with what we have this year, I feel like it has to go on the list. Oh yeah, definitely. I agree with everything uh, you said. And like I said in my review, uh, I, I just, uh, I mean, the older I get, I think I um, I'm less impressed with that stuff, and it's not a knock on you, but I just I felt like, man, did you know? If I was younger, would it have been cool to see that film? Probably, absolutely. But do we need a do we need a Han Solo story? I don't know. And you're right, the Kessel one was so damn disappointing. I mean, I didn't know what to say about. I don't know what to say about that. I really don't. Um, but yeah. <laughs> But I, I, I agree as of right now in 2018, it's not a bad movie. It's really it's like this is the year of these kind of meh movies for me that are like, I can't tell you they're horrible and I can't tell you they're great. They're just like really middle of the road for me. And maybe it's just me. I don't know. No, man. I mean, I, I really do think that it's been a lot of just kind of holes, a lot of gaps here. Um it's like things didn't really jump off till February when Black Panther came out, and then things kind of dipped into March and April, and then you had May with Avengers, like you had some like big hitters kind of sneak up in there, but we haven't had like a real steady stream of great movies, and I could argue that could be the last couple years, to be honest, man, like it sucks, because like we're stuck in a reboot time loop uh, here with Everything being a sequel, a prequel, a reboot, or it, it's just, it's like, come on, man. Like, come out with the new ideas. Like, I, I want some new yeah. movie series to spawn out. Um, and whether that's based off a book or not, I, I'm cool with that. I don't mind, but. No, most um, movies are. Yeah. It, and that's okay. But just start a new series. You know, it's like these reboots of right. I know this was last year, but the mummy and that, and stuff like that. It's just like, leave those series alone. Let them, let them rest. Exactly. I agree. But I, I won't blab too much off topic here. Uh, what do you think we should put on the list for number eight? Um, on my list for number eight right now is Black Panther. Right on. Uh Uh, I, I, I I want to put it higher and I'm probably, um, you know, if I have sit down later on, I'll, I'll rework it, but it's definitely in my top five, uh, Marvel films. It's, uh, it's slowly, I just, I keep coming back to it. I really loved it. I just think it, it hit, uh, it was a big fan of the character as a kid. Um, I was a fan of Batman, so I think I was attracted to it because he wears an all-black suit, and it just kind of that's what hooked me into it. But I just, I love Wakanda. I love that there was something original and different and creative. It was vibrant. The actors did a fantastic job creating this cool, wonderful world of Wakanda and this, like, you know, this vibranium technology that they have. And I was um, really... Looking for a pick me up, and I, and I, and it was one of those films where man the hype was real, you know what I mean? Like it was legit real. I I came out with happy, upbeat. I was like that was a kick ass movie, and like I, you know, normally I ignore the hype, and sometimes the hype gets me to a point where I don't even like a film when I first watch it because I got the hype in me, and I get da- it downplays for me, so I have to kind of cool off and watch it again. And go, oh this is a really cool film once you just l- let all the BS around it go away and just take it for what it is um the soundtrack was amazing uh where it came at in the MCU was a a perfect time um just introducing uh that kind of character um what it did for a a culture what it did for you know the globalness of it was just amazing and super cool for me I just thought that was neat that a film could do that as a filmmaker you just you you want to do things like that you want to make a movie like that that it, it 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 transcends borders, and it transcends cultures, and it, it, it transcends race, and it brings people together under a common goal. of Just a kick-ass, cool superhero movie, we, you know, where you're getting the bad guys defeated, and and, it had, and then it introduced Killmonger, which is not an anti-hero villain kind of thing. Like you feel for him. And my here's why I like this film, and here's why it should be higher. And my big number one thing, Leo. My dad is like six, is sixty-eight, right, and. He's like, man, I want to go see Black Panther. I'm like, dad, I'll, I'll take you to go see Black Panther, but you fall asleep during movies. Like, the last movie you didn't fall asleep on was 2000, I mean, I'm sorry, 1997, Batman and Robin. My dad didn't fall asleep on that one. We actually walked out because it was horrible. Um, but he stayed awake through the whole film, and he talked to me about it afterwards, and he's like, dang, I like that movie. That was really cool. And I'm like, gosh, dad, you know, my dad's old. You know, and he, he he thought it was really cool and really fun and he just loved the character and he thought the whole world was neat and like that got me thinking like, Oh man, this is this is something special when my dad, who's just kinda of like a Doctor Who nerd, you know plays chess, you know, he's a computer programmer. Um, he wasn't really into comic books, but sci fi usually is his genre and uh he thought it he thought it had a good sci fi feel to it. But that's what really got me and I think it you know, everything I said about getting diarrhea it probably should go higher, but I have it on the list, um, nevertheless. I just really, really love this film. What are your thoughts? Um, my first thought is, yeah, this has got to go much higher. Uh, this was just, not only was it a spectacle, but just what it did for just the black community as a whole. Like, just being a black man and being and talking to my black friends, is crazy. Like, people who don't even, like, know this stuff. I haven't even seen all the marvel movies rushed to see this one man like it was it was a change for us because yeah, it was a lot of people's lot of... introduction to those films you're right it was Absolutely. a great intro yeah for it. it really was yeah. and it brought us it brought a lot of people of color into the you know into the fandom and i love that it's uniting fans of color along with um other fans and it's just it's great dude i mean i I can't explain enough like what the film, just the film itself did for the black community. It just, it, it was enriching because seeing an all black cast, you know, go so high, smash so many records. I haven't seen that in my lifetime. Um, just with that many in the cast. I mean, of course I've seen black leads. Nobody but has, man. With all black cast. records they man, broke, like, nobody, you know, nobody's done what they've done ever. But so that's just ever. so freaking awesome. It is, man, and I just I I love the movie, and I wanted to talk a little bit about the colors because that was something I noticed about this movie a lot. Every scene you saw that was like in Wakanda was so beautiful, so colorful, so rich, like it, it it's just so vibrant in nature. Like the movie itself It's such a good movie, man. Like I have I really have zero complaints. Um, other than I wish they didn't kill Killmonger. He was such a good yeah. villain. I wanted him to come back, and Marvel. He could have had a, re- a, a huge redemption problem. arc. Wouldn't that have been yeah. cool if they, he could have, re- he oh, could have redeemed yeah. himself and become an actual Wakandan, and like mm-hmm. him and him and uh, T'Challa could have gone on like future adventures together. Um, you know, I just yeah, yeah, that, I'm right there with you. That would I wish have been they didn't. So I think he did. It. Cool. And My I dad's like I understood character. why Killmonger was angry. I understood it. Yeah, I'm like, there you go, Dad. You get it, you know. You feel for a bad guy, and it makes you go, oh crap! All of a sudden, and I think Marvel, like you're right. In the first phase, they're like, okay, you're the bad guy is going to be the opposite of the good guy. They're going to fight mm-hmm. power for power, and it's going to just be you know might versus might. And then I think I think with with Killmonger, uh, they they started a different approach towards the villain. I mean Loki was what Loki was, but I, I just think that. Uh, some of my favorite films, like you know, are they the bad guy? I don't know. You put somebody in a certain situation, and you know, a good people. It's kind of good like people will break.
1: He or steals the versa. show,
0: man. He steals the yeah, show kind of a did. lot. Yeah, because a lot he, of it, he had a, a motive that was incredibly relatable. Like, fuck, your people have been enslaved. Like, Motivated you want to by... help them out. You want to give people
1: resources, but it was just a
0: step too much. You can't go to war with everyone right. and usurp everyone from the bottom up. Like, it's just all you have to do, just like T'Challa did, and technically, Killmonger won because he wanted to spread the resources. Something they didn't, they were so against doing that they didn't see that they were part of the problem. They weren't helping like they should have been. And Killmonger exposed that in them, and he, technically, at the end of the day, his motives—I'll be not the not the war and the violence, but oh. just spreading the resources actually happened, and and that is it's it, it's like a, the villain hasn't really had an influence like that in Marvel, and that's just kind of where yeah. they mess up a lot of the time, is their villain is just a recyclable, like you were saying, the first. The first phase it was just kind of blow for blow, an opposite for an opposite. But now it's like yeah. the villains are becoming a lot closer to the heroes, and therefore a lot more relatable, making for a much better story. Because then you have multiple but, characters and that in you can Ant-Man focus and on. the Wasp, right? Yeah, not yep. to like get off topic too much, but I mean, the main—that's that's, that's to get the spoilers. But that's another one of those victim of circumstance bad guys, you know. Could have been you. Could have been me. You know, we all could have been Eric Killmonger, if we were in that yep. thrown in that situation. And if he was doing what he was doing, and we were doing it, was it a completely wrong? I don't know, man. That's the cool thing about it. I don't know. Would you do the same thing? Might. might. I mean, especially in a situation like that. Which I'll just go Does ahead make and you tell me, like, Does make you a bad, bad guy. That's my next. That's my next one is Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm putting that on there.
1: Um, okay. And number,
0: number seven. <laughs> Yep. I, I would put Black Panther above that, though, just being honest. And if you want to, we can movie. shift it. We can shift it. Like I, I said, put I just Black want to throw Panther it out there because like, I'm four. really pulling at straws with films here. I'm going to get into some that I don't know, not to, like, judge you, man, but I don't know if you've seen some of these weird movies that, like, I like. <laughs> so I'm trying to no, pick no, man, movies no. that we've all seen, man, you know? It's difficult. Yeah, no need to judge. I, I, watch I uh, a go a ton to, of movies. You know, I I watch them too, but the ones that I see in theater are generally the blockbusters cuz I can get into them for free. I'm not going to lie. Um but I have seen a couple oh, of cool. smaller movies. So yeah, mention any mention any movies. I've seen a lot of movies this year. All uh, right, cool. Enough. But um Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, go. Wow. Uh
1: right.
0: did that blow me away? Uh in in terms of my to be honest, I just I was like, yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp okay, like, it's just kind of the crutch here, because think about it, in March, everybody, we were all hyped for Avengers. So it's like, hmm, and the, and the Wasp, do we really need that? And the, uh, Black Panther came and went, and it was like, wow, that was just so good. And then Marvel, like, wows us again with just a fun ride the whole time. Like, this movie was super, super funny. And the pacing of it was a, I want to say really well done because I really wasn't just like tipping off at any time. I wasn't dozing off. I wasn't mm, just taking my attention off of it. No, it was really good from beginning to end, I thought. Uh, I loved the characters. Loved the fact that we got to go to the quantum realm. Ah, and that's, the, that's one thing that kind of threw me off. I just, I wish we got to go to the quantum realm more. Like, that was so cool to see uh, cells and molecular or organisms that small. It was awesome. Like I just I loved the CGI they did to it. I loved how they incorporated it into the story, but I just felt like they got into it so late we didn't get the quantum realm that we really wanted. And maybe that'll be in the next movie, but um this honestly could have yeah, been lost for Ant Man. I I think this could have been uh yeah, for sure, man. Like there's no way they could just leave it with that little pinch of time that Hank Pym spent in there. No, nah, they did too many, many deeper. May, yeah, they did too many drops. Like, don't get caught in a time loop. Quote. Don't get <laughs> stuck in a. Like they, they 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 might as well just broke the fourth wall and looked right at me and said, "Hey, pay attention. <laughs> this is <important." laughs> Guess what <It's> happen? <laughs> that didn't even bother me. I'm like, this is. I feel like this was, this was this a big called Ant Man and the Wasp exposition. Because it was giving us, you know, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I'll save it for my thing. Go ahead and finish your, your your statement. Well, I just wanted to say that the Wasp was really, a really good character in this movie. And I almost felt like it was the Wasp and Ant-Man sometimes. Like, I was like, she is kicking more ass than him. Uh, like, every time it was back on her, I'm like, wow. I was engaged, loved the choreography they incorporated with the size shrinking. That was that was so dope. Her jumping off his back mm-hmm. to um, kick Ghost in the face—like she was such a good character in this movie. Uh, <laughs> I, won't, mm-hmm. I won't spoil it all, but I, I really yeah. liked her as a character. So I hope we see her again. <laughs> oh man, dude, I'm super hyped for her. She was a bright spot. Um, the movie wasn't like. Um, I'm sorry. Are you are you cool? You done? Like I agree yeah, with yeah, you, man. like 100%. Everything you said. Like I, I, I'm dope with. I'm okay with it being on the list. It should be. Um, you're right. Black Panther should be higher than it. Um, um <laughs> like I said, everything's an asterisk. But oh, um, you know, I had a lot of fun. I, I, I gave it. You know, I don't want to spoil my review of it. Um, so uh, when we plug myself at the end of the channel, you guys can go check out my review. Uh, I had some minor pacing issues with it in the beginning a little bit. I was like, okay. The Marvel, some Marvel fanboys are going to get a little pissed off. because it's a little too soft in the middle, you know, with the whole—not uh, in the middle, but the, the pacing in the middle. In the middle, I'm sorry, the beginning just felt like okay, get to, get to the punch, you know, the, the heart of the story. I felt like it was dragging itself a little too much. Other than that, like I didn't have a real big problem with it for a comic book movie and an MCU film right after Infinity War, and I, I refer to it as like a, a hangover or kind of like you know a daze. Uh, it was it was fun. It was funny. Like I love fucking I love Louise when he tells the story. Like I definitely like. <laughs> um, I just I love it. Like I just think it's hilarious how like he does the voices and he speaks really fast and they talk to him like, you know you put a you put a Nick one and you got you got let it go through. It's like a human the jukebox. I just think that that's funny. I want to see more Louise. I want to see Louise pop up in other people's movies. I want to see Louise and Bruce Banner go at it. I think that would be hilarious. Like, if you saw the Hulk, he'd be like, What's up, Hulk? What are you doing? You're the Hulk guy right now? Oh, that's cool. Like, I just think that would be hilarious. Like, Louise would be like, Oh man, you the Hulk guy right now? That is so cool. Like, yeah. like, I just he think that, honestly, uh, yeah. I for Stan Lee after a little while, you know. His like, cameo, he man, and had me one. weak. His cameo had me weak so bad. I tweeted it while I was watching yes. the movie. I tweeted it. I was like, That would be the best cameo. Of all time. And I did. I tweeted it right when I was watching the film. I was like, yes, Leo, everything you said, Ant-Man and the Wasp. It should have been called Wasp and the Ant-Man. You're right. Aunt Evangeline Lilly crushed it. Crushed it. I loved seeing her on. You're right. The choreography was great. I mean, she's just a badass character, um, uh, you know, all over the place, you know, with her skills in fighting. She's very smart. I love the the dynamic that her and Scott have. Um, I like the fact that we saw a little bit more Michael Douglas. Um, it, I I really did I I I really did enjoy it. I really did. I liked it. Yeah, it was really enjoyable and and kind of going back to the villain, um, the character in this story, Ghost. I, I'll admit, at first, I did not like her. I was like, I wanted some more I wanted some more, right? and I was like. Why don't I? But I, I kind of saw cool. to the cranks a little bit. Thinking about it, I was like, "Okay, I kind of like though that she's not really a villain. She's just a character who's trying to save herself." Like Walter Goggins was the villain, Sonny Birch. I mean, I I guess he was pretty much the guy that was like just, you know, yeah, out on I could du- I could people down. Yeah, yeah, I, I could have done, done without without, without right. him. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's. It, it, I like, was like, it's just kind, kind of seemed like, like oh, Goliath is going to be the bad, the big bad. Yeah. Yeah. the big bad. I'd have been like, badass. Are they going to fight? Is he going to get big too? No. God damn it. <laughs> that's, um, that's what I curled for, man. Oh, is he going to? Is he going to fight Morpheus? That's badass. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, uh, oh, man, yeah. fucking giant Lawrence Fishburne and giant Paul Rudd fighting against each other. Like, right. that would be so sick.
1: Yeah. And when he talks bad. about the it...
0: Goliath initiative, like, that's what I thought they were going for. Like, I, they were working together, and he was, like, kind of helping her. So I was just like, okay, maybe things are, you know, maybe he's going to use a suit or something. But I just wish I that, that they would have, like, hinted at the ghosts throughout the MCU. I really wish they had a plan because originally if they weren't going to be able to get Spider-Man from Sony, they were going to introduce Ant-Man in civil war, but they went ahead and they got him. So they gave Ant-Man his movie. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, Oh crap. It was okay. You know, we got to come up with a villain, but if they, if she was really around and shield was using her, I wish they would have used, I wish they would have sprinkled if they could have planned for her and sprinkled her. And then when she appeared, and we're like, oh, that's the thing that keeps coming in and out from the other movies. I think her impact would have been way more, excited. It had much more of an impact of a character. I think they kind of wasted her. Because like, it was cool. Like, oh, wow, she can face through shit and, and, and S.H.I.E.L.D. was using yeah. her? Oh, that's badass. I wish we could have seen that. So I don't know what they were thinking on that part. I had to give them major boo-boos for that one. You know, but I this, didn't even think about them like was, sprinkling her. That would have been pretty awesome to just have her like popping up whenever Ant-Man at appears, at like maybe she's she been in up the first one. More. Yeah. Right, at least show up in the in end in of like in the post-credit scene of Ant-Man two of them, uh, uh, of maybe even her putting the suit on and phasing through a wall or something. I don't know, and it would have just I think we we would have appreciated this character a whole lot more. And she did a great job. Don't get me wrong, but underused. Marvel has a tendency to focus on stuff and then kind of let little tiny little things go through the wayside. And I really think that he wasn't, Ant-Man wasn't really part of the whole plan up front. And they didn't really, because they didn't know if they were going to get Spider-Man. So they kind of just had to pull up a villain, I guess. It had a villain of the weak flavor to it. And then the subplot of of that Southern guy trying to get in the... not to spoil, but do you remember the truth serum? I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: was ridiculous, man. I wasn't so ridiculous.
0: Oh my god. It, it okay, was truth so serum. It, I'm like, dude. And then it, it the goes on for here. a long... And then, and then and then you're like, I can't tell if I... I think this is a freaking brilliant, hilarious, or an editing mistake. And like You don't know, but it's so awkward and so funny, but like... I don't want to spoil it for people. Like you'll get it when we see it, but it was yeah. I'm sorry, man. It was cool. I like it. I agree. I I'm agree. just wondering with what we've seen from the set photos, the mm-hmm. uh, like the Ant Man, or I'm sorry, excuse me, the Avengers four set photos with uh, Ant Man with the with a, a device that almost looks like one of the time traveling devices. Um, I wonder if he's going to travel. Yeah, I don't think now. it's time travel. Time travel? You don't think so? I, think they, they I, all have it, like. And, and I, sharp, think and I think it's quantum. Of... I think they're, because they talk about her existing in all the multiple dimensions at once. And 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 it, and not to get too scientific on you, but time isn't linear. We just humans perceive it that way. So what's Absolutely. existing right now? So I really think that like if the quantum has to do with like quantum entanglement, then you're messing with time travel in a in a way. But I don't think it's going to be time travel the way that we think about it. Um, it's really weird, but I don't. I think it's going to be some kind of like other dimensions, infinity stones that he's bringing back to this to this realm. I don't know if it's direct time travel. That's not. That's that's just my theory. But if it is, it's not going to be like time travel like we think. I think we're going to see other dimensions like we're going to go to like it's going to, they're going to explain to us that in their universe like the Battle of New York is just about to happen in this dimension if you go here now you might be able to get the the Tesseract so they go there and they go to an alternate time dimension or alternate um, reality I guess I don't know how to explain it I'm not a, I'm not a scientist I'm a special education teacher anyway so <laughs> they they get them that way. <laughs> I I I work with behavioral students and stuff like that. So like I'm I don't understand that stuff. My dad does, um, nerd. But anywho, I think that's what's gonna happen, really? and they're gonna like bring them that way. And I think that Tony's gonna assemble it. But anyway, go ahead. Do you think it's that's gonna be Tony? Guess. Cause I don't know if it's, it's gonna gone. be Tony. Uh, oh I think man, someone's gonna gotta wield to it, it and someone's and gotta pull die out, Tony. Who's the... Who's gonna wield like, it? I and don't, die for this fucking stones. I think so. Absolutely, die for the I think stone. he's gonna go to the end of the Earth for the Avengers. But somebody's gonna have to shake him, shake him to get back in. Because I think they're gonna be shaken up, and it's probably gonna be Nebula, just due to the fact that she's with him. Um, it may not be her. It, she may. They may somehow get back to the Earth. I don't know. But I mean, just knowing what I know from the comics, Nebula plays a big part. So it could possibly be her to kind of shake him back into the... I would be very disappointed if Nebula is the one that does it. Because A, she's a minor character. B, this isn't Nebula from the comic books. They didn't set her up to be the Nebula from the comic books. And I be. And I don't... Like, I know the actress does a great job. I just think Nebula is such a... I don't like her character. She's a whiny... Brat. Oh, come on. I understand man. why she is way, the way she is, but... It, you see I what had Daniels to be like to her in Infinity War, man. She, he was tearing her up. Like I, I, I know, feel like but Nebula doesn't get the the shit she deserves. Like especially just oh, knowing another podcast, what she does man. in the comics, that's a different just, podcast, just knowing bro. her role. I'm like, <laughs> I want her to be important. Now it might not be I, Nebula, but the reason why I'm saying it's Nebula is because she's with him. Like who else can really? She's gonna I help the pony, like. But she's not gonna. It's not gonna. You know, but has any of the Marvel films? Um, translated really well from their comic book counterparts. No, every single one is basically adapted. Maybe. So, if, yep. She's if she plays a big part, it'll be the first time that they actually took a real big major plot thread and threw it in there. I mean, a huge one with her grabbing that. Because I remember I was old enough. I'm old. I'm thirty four, thirty five. I remember reading that comic book when he I, and snapped his fingers, bro. I was like, what? What did he just do? And then Spider Man's like watching people disappear and shit. So it was backwards. Yeah, it happened different in the con- so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I, if Nebula pulls out different. to be the one that takes out Thanos, you know, I'm, I can't really argue with it. But I'm going to be extremely disappointed if Captain America or Tony Stark doesn't die. Yeah. I, I agree. They, there has to be a major, major. There sacrifice. needs to be death before and there can be growth. I think it's going to be Tony. I think it's going to be Tony because in um, so the Avengers, Steve is like he wouldn't even take. Like they were talking about the um, crosswire. The, the wire, you wouldn't even take. You wouldn't even take a trap for the team. And Tony was like, "No, I just cut the wire." And I think, yeah, I think he would, in this point, redeem himself and say, "Nope, I, you know, it actually flipped. I would take the bullet for the team." Um, I, I just, you don't think I could Tony took the bullet for the ultimate. team when he got stabbed? No, no, I think he did, but I think he's gonna be, continue to be that ultimate sacrifice in the next one. I don't think it's gonna be Steve. He's the only Avenger that doesn't have a contract, man. <laughs> do <Dude>, the math. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Could be both of them. Him you know and Thor. Does. And they've already said Thor's gone, man. I think Thor's gone, too. I yeah, think he Thor... I, if, he, um, if they come back at all, they're going to be in cameo roles. And, and I know Chris Evans wants to do more directing and get out of being Captain slash Canadian America. Um, <laughs> for good For good or bad, you know? Like let's not forget our favorite superheroes are Canadians. So, um, or British. I mean, Batman was, um, I'm okay American. with that. was great. But anyway, yeah. So we had that but anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I think Tony, you're right. I, oh man, I would love to see Captain America, um, die on the battlefield. I don't know why, but, um, I know he's not going to come back and I don't know. Bucky takes the the torch. I don't know. If anything, be interesting. if if Cap makes the sacrifice, it's gotta be on the field. Like, it couldn't be some kind of, like, you know, get away from here, the building's exploding. Like, I can see him, like, going head first, like, into a villain, trying his hardest. Um, so I yeah, like, it's gotta really go out like when he died him. on the grenade. It's gotta go yeah. out like that. He's gotta go out like that, like a hero. Mm-hmm. Right on the front he... lines. Yeah, he can't be, like, you know, like, Gamora and be tossed off a fucking cliff. That I would be so pissed, God, man. Was, Don't do that so like know. that. You can't You cannot do Cap Dirty. like he survived World War Two, man. Do something better with this dude. He deserves a, an thought, honorable death. I thought Thanos was gonna kill him, man. Like when he when it, in the trailer oh. before the movie came out, and he caught on that. No, I like When he punches Captain America, he flips like a rag doll. Like poof. <laughs> like, oh, man, just seeing the Avengers get their ass kicked like that made my stomach hurt. I'm like, oh, fictional characters are making me physically emotional. Like, what the fudge? <laughs> he beat Stop the punching shit out of
1: them Jesus,
0: please below. And then oh, when Thor came, I was so happy I almost cried. I was like, yes, now he's going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> Redemption. And then all of a Redemption, sudden he's like, sure, yeah. went for that. head. Oh. He's like, and then oh, when Thor's like, "What did you do? What did you do?" He knew, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I got goosebumps just thinking about that scene. Yeah, because like, he knew. Like, was... What did you do? I'm like, yeah, what did you do, Thanos? Your grimace-looking, Balcinian. I I knew it too. I knew when Thor was like talking to him. I was like, just just kill him already, fuck! Like I had already known. That Else was gonna snap at that point. I was point. surprised that he even got a hit on him, though. I was really, su- I I was really surprised that it, he got a hit on him. I really was. I was like, "How is he gonna defeat him?" I don't know, but when it was the act, uh, thank God, my wife Man. was like, "You're such a nerd, stop it." I'm like, I, I can't," because I didn't sit still the entire movie. I was rocking back on my seat, sitting up. I didn't drink anything. I didn't eat any popcorn. I was just, I was. I don't know, man. I really just, you know, took the adultness away from myself and just enjoyed what I was watching. And I was like, oh my God, like the biggest soap opera I've been waiting so long for this. It didn't disappoint. And I can't believe that I was a late bloomer to the MCU. I can't believe I didn't start actually watching MCU movies till 2015. I was late to the party because I was like, this is stupid. I don't like it. This is dumb. Turns out, it's not so stupid. Turns out but we, hey, man, and you, you dig into it. Yeah, I'm sorry, we're getting way off topic. I apologize. No, it's all good. I was just going to say, like, you, you made it. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter when you come to the club, you joined Because this, and, and coming in at 2015, what you at least knew, like, okay, three yes. years later, we're going to be here. And it, got, it was fun for me to backlog it and watch all the other movies and then listen to people talking about it and then go behind the scenes like you all have been doing for a long time. And I'm like, oh, my God, like how they laughed at Kevin Feige, that shared universe movies. No one's going to do that. That's stupid. And they took yeah. a risk. i just like, oh, man, that's so respectable. And these films really aren't that bad. And I'm like, no, D C hardcore about all, all the way. Like Zack Snyder. Er, I'm hardcore. I'm mean, oh like cool. we talked about last night, man. Uh, <laughs> th- these were characters that no one knew. This was Iron Man, Cap. Like, yeah, I mean, please. I knew these, yeah. In the mainstream, we people them, didn't really know they these weren't. characters. Yeah. If you asked anyone, if you asked me at the time, right, before, before the MCU, before all that, like, oh, who are some of your favorite Marvel characters? I would have told you Spider-Man, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yep, Wolverine, uh, Spider-Man, Hulk. Wolverine. I mean, I still liked Hulk hell. The I Hulk. mean, uh, Jawan was like, nobody really knew Hulk. And I was like, I sure did. <laughs> um, oh, man, I knew but, I knew uh, like, the X-Men, Hulk. Yeah, huh? X-Men. Oh man, yeah, I was right, I was right with you. I, I grew up with the X Men trading cards, you know, 1991 yeah. and stuff, I and mean, I still have them. So when I was thinking Marvel, you're right. It was Spider Man. Um, it was yeah, Wolverine. It, was it was the X-Man, mutant Fantastic Four, even. Fantastic. I, like yeah, I mean, I never really was a fan of Fantastic Four. Yeah, but um, I was I was really liked, I really liked the mutant. I really loved the mutant in the Marvel universe.
1: Yeah, thing that was oh, my too, that was really man. my
0: thing. Yeah. And I, I like the street-level heroes, too. I really like, like, Iron Fist. Daredevil. Luke Cage. I like those comics. Daredevil. Daredevil was the shit. Yeah. The Man I Without love Fear, street, bro. Teams. You love Daredevil. Right. Oh, I mean, that, and the show is just even that. But, wow. We're going way oh, yeah. off topic. Um, the show yeah, threw we'll, me we'll off, too. Back. I was su- so presently surprised with how good the Marvel um, uni- uh, show universe is compared to DC. We should do a show on that. Write that down. Oh man, D- <laughs> uh, DC word. Arrowverse. Comparing both. Were you talking? Comparing you talking about it. the Arrowverse? Yeah. Yeah, compare it. Uh, here's my for thing sure. about the Arrowverse. Here's my thing about the Arrowverse. I, I like hate it, it for the simple fact that there are a, there are some diamonds in the rough in terms of the seasons. Those things need to be squeezed down to ten episodes, though. They have no business being twenty three episodes oh. a season. That's raggedy, man. And there's too much like filler. And in between crap, like, there's literally a Flash episode that's, like, a musical. And I was like, what is this bullshit? I (laughs) know. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The the filler is what destroys those series so much. The crossovers is what saves them, though, because those crossover episodes are time. And they need – and it's just, like, stay within that 10 to 13, like Marvel has, keep it tight. And do some crossovers here and there. Uh have you seen Luke Cage? Oh yeah. The new season? Yeah. Yeah, I seen it. Yeah, I liked it. I really did. Yeah, I, I love that they... uh, I love the villain. Um yeah. It was way better Teddy? than he was of Luke way Cage. better in the season. Yeah. Um I I um I burned through that. I, I found myself um really engaged with it, believe it or not. I I don't um necessarily uh I don't know. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, Luke Cage." I don't think they're doing this guy right. I don't think they're doing him justice. I think he could do us so much more. And I think that they kind of gave us a little bit more of that this season. So I was really cool. I like Luke Cage. I think he's yeah, cool. it was so dope, man. But I've, we won't remain too much off topic here. We'll head on over no, man. to the next uh, number here. Yeah, we strayed quite a bit. Um, we're we're sitting at number six, Chris. What do you want to put on the list next? <laughs> Hello? Chris? Oh, can you hear me? Sorry, I had you muted. I was talking to myself for a second. I apologize. Um, <laughs> no, no, you're good, man. We're at number six, right? Oh, shoot. Yep. Oh, I'm I'm rechecking my list and checking it twice. I think I'm going to – because if you – I'm doing six. That means you're going to do – um five, right? And I'll come back with four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go with Annihilation, the Natalie Portman movie. Nice. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I have. It's really good, man.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I, I had to come back to it, and uh, not to get too off topic, a, a part of my channel I'm going to do... a where I come back to films and, and give them like a re-re-review or whatever. Uh, cause that one I came back to and was like, Oh crap. It was based off a book and I really went and looked into it and I have a newfound respect for it, but I thought it was really good. Natalie Portman's character. Um, they have some pretty interesting twists, uh, the the color palette was amazing like I oh love the my god. ensemble phenomenal um, the music is just fucking weird and they had this like creature that had to mimic it mimic human voices all yeah. like oh my god it's <gasps> so
1: fucking creepy hate...
0: <laughs> right it, it, it tore what's but... her name up <laughs> oh, it sure did Not and honest. it was it's very odd and it's very it doesn't explain anything to you. Um, you know, Isaac, what's his, what's his name, Isaac? What's his Oscar name? Isaac, oh, yeah, kind of he's Oscar, Isaac, Oscar Isaac, yeah. Oscar Isaac, yeah. It's phenomenal. It, it, I, I think you're going to have to watch it more than once, but it definitely deserves to be on this list. Um, Natalie Portman, you know, she's phenomenal. Like I said, the all-female cast. The music is great. The colors awesome. The, the the story doesn't follow the book so much. Um, from what I've read, I haven't read the book. From for what I gather, it's not completely... Hundred percent faithful, but um, it brings um, uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh, I believe, isn't it right? Um,
1: what who's um, that?
0: Jennifer J. What? I'm sorry, Je- isn't it Jennifer Jason Leigh? I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah, the older lady, the doctor who had who was sick. Yep, um, Jennifer Jason Leigh. Yeah, so it was good to see her in a in, in a role like that again. Um if that's not her name, we apologize. Or I do. I'm the one who said it. But yeah, I think I think we should put that yep, on the list. that should be. Okay, cool. Um I really liked it. It's one of those rare movies that me and my wife both like. Um so uh I'm gonna put it on there. What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah man, I actually just rewatched this today. Um, today a little bit of... yeah, today. Um, got up, oh, cool. got up a little bit early, and uh, I I watched it a second time because I had seen it on one of those, like, top lists, and I was like, let me go take another gander of this because the first time I was like, this is weird as hell, and then the second time I went back and watched it, and I was like, wow, I love the fascinating colors, the alligator, the freaking, like, alligator mutant shark thing, like, that was so oh, cool yeah. that oh, yeah. uh, attacked Tessa Thompson's character at the beginning,
1: like I and, oh, yeah, and I but, liked how there's like how to say that
0: Valkyrie's in it. Yeah. Yep. Valkyrie. <laughs> uh Tessa Thompson's in it. Uh Gina Rodriguez, I know she's from uh that talking about Jane or what what's that on Netflix? Something with Jane. Oh, Jane the Virgin. I know she's from that show. Um, oh that was just from okay. <laughs> she was she's a little more hardcore than a role in that. I've only seen a few episodes of that show, but she was like a lot harsher in this and I like the fact that she could just pivot roles like that so she did a great job that performance was really good here Um, Oscar Isaac I just I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of his stuff yes more they only had the two videos (laughs) and I was like man I would have loved if like when she when they settled in on the camp she saw a video like when they got to the next location she saw a video like it would have been cool to like string his story together a little bit more I thought it was just kind of sprinkled in, and I thought it could have been expanded upon a little. But it was good, um, especially that really uh, obscure, like, clone thing at the end. That was nuts. That doppel- um Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> so kind of like, I'm tripping that right now. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, one thing that bothers me, to... though, Leo, is that, like, did we need to, like... Like, I really like that character, and then when I found out she was cheating on her husband, like, I... Yeah. Okay, baby, dude. I instantly oh, went, man. fucking don't care about you anymore, Natalie Portman. And I don't know, <laughs> I'm, I apologize. I just spoiler alerted, and I'm sorry. It's not It's not detrimental to the actual story. It has really nothing to do with the main focus. It's a subplot. But it didn't need to be there. Like, Jesus. Like, we're going through enough. We got this cool event going on, and you want to fucking talk about, like... You know, ooh, she 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 wasn't faithful and she feels crummy about it. I get it. You got remorse. Um, you know, there's I think there's you know, it didn't need to be there. It could have just opened up with her and him coming home and that weird encounter in the kitchen with the water. We didn't need that backstory. I think that kind of that's what you know. You're right. The first time I viewed it, man, I was like, what? This is weird. I I I immediately went and did a review and I'm like, it sucks. <laughs> you know, I did, and I was like. You know, you got, I, a couple of weeks ago, I checked it out again, and I was like, I was wrong. I actually wanted to call your <clears throat> review out. I, I viewed that one, um, the Annihilation review oh, you we did, and when you were talking about the, the budget, I really I, – I saw that. <laughs> I, about, I was like, yeah. Did you, like, like, you know well, what I mean, man. though? Yeah, you, you could just tell. Um, the creatures weren't even on screen that long. And yeah, they didn't – they weren't up to par with today's standards. You could tell they were kind of cheesy, and, but I mean, it worked itself out. Had a very interesting yeah, and story it, and mind-boggling. Right, and as a filmmaker, I appreciated that, and I know that like I I kind of said something about like it felt like a made-for-TV movie sprout out, you know, like a three-part episode sprout out on a movie, um, like. Cinematic, you're right, and you know that it, it's still true. Like I'll say that to this day, but I'm, but I think the biggest thing that like me and you both we went back and gave it a second chance, and we do things that a lot of people don't do. You know, we went back and went to, admitted that you know maybe we could change our tone, and and we we both did in the same movie. So. Um, and what made me think about that was I had talked about it at work with a couple of friends right after we had seen it. Um, and Mm -hmm. we were just, like, talking about how obscure it was. It was just, like, so hard to wrap your head around. But I was like, I could think of a couple movies that were kind of like that. I know when I first saw Memento, I was like, what What the hell is this movie? And then the second time I seen it, I was like, wow. (laughs) Um, Love it. So I went back knowing that that obscurity was not a weakness. Um, It was just maybe it needed another viewing. Maybe I just didn't really catch on. And the first time I did it. Um, and didn't they, like, release it on Netflix and other countries? Like, that That kind of stuff is just lame. Give it yeah. to us, man. <laughs> like, I wanted to see that yeah. for free. Um, do a Clover um, theme, Yeah, it was uh, on – right? uh, oh, you know, I will say right now, a buddy of mine sent me a, a copy of it. So Oh, it's greater? Um, nice. Uh, yeah, so that's what I got to watch. And, um, yeah, I just – you know, like I said, yeah, uh, but it's not. I still think it. You know, the rewatch bumped it up for me. You know, it. It might even not even make the list at the end of the year, but I think that you know, there's a place for it, um, just because um, it's originalness. You know, and yeah, that one and scene like with that. the creepy. Dog monster that oh, speaks. Voice
1: and oh my god. It, yeah, it
0: opens his mouth and you're expecting a growl, but it's like an echoey cry of a woman's voice. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my. Crazy, bro. Yeah, that is, it, was, that it, was Cass's, awesome. it was Cass's voice. That shit was gross. Yeah. It was terrifying. So, yeah. yeah. That's my thought. And it's cool that it kind of, you know, wrapped some jump scares in it for you. Put put a little bit of elements of horror into it, like it was. It was a pretty balanced movie. Um, I I, I think once the end of the year comes around, I probably won't keep this on my list. But uh, uh, I'm hoping it's a couple of, other. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping some other movies will be better. Namely, Aquaman. Really hoping that'll just tear. Dude, I'm hoping off. Shazam. Oh. That's twenty nineteen is I thought that was this I thought it was coming out this December. No, that's Aquaman dude. Uh Shazam is uh April twenty nineteen. Is an April movie is gonna be based on Christmas? Shazam? Yeah, Shazam is set at Christmas time. Yeah. I guess so. Christmas movie uh, in April. I didn't hear Are you about serious? Shazam. Oh. Huh. I didn't hear about Shazam being set in a Christmas environment. That's new to me. Yeah. I know I read that well, somewhere. Yeah. I commented on Twitter about it. I don't know, man. I haven't seen anything about it taking place during Christmas time, but are you thinking maybe of uh, Spider-Man, that new Spider-Man movie? Into the Spider-Man, no. maybe? No, I'm not talking. No, no, no. not Not the animated movie. No, no, no. I really do. I, I I think I read it. I can't remember where I did, but it was it was it was you know it was set around the holiday season. I think is what I read because I was commenting I know, on somebody who says who said that that was stupid and it dated the film. It made it. You know what I know mean? It gave Aquaman it, Man is set or not set in Christmas time, but comes out around Christmas in December. Maybe I just have my facts messed up, that's possibly it, I don't know, anyway, but yeah, I'm still still excited for the film, whenever it comes out, I don't know if it's going to be 2018, whatever, still excited for it. Yeah, I I hope that um, Aquaman can be really good, that Into the Spider-Verse looks really good, Um, Mm -hmm. I know this isn't exactly for adults, but that Teen Titans Go! doesn't look too bad, it looks kind of funny. Yeah, I think I'm gonna check it out once it comes, you know, available on like so uh, streaming media. I'm not gonna pay money to watch it though. No, 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 no. I I wouldn't pay. I think the references Um, that they make fun of themselves. I think that that's what I'm gonna watch it for. Like, aha, they're breaking the fourth wall. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, I'll get the little references. (laughs) Right, Deadpool. I'm not Deadpool. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, (laughs) Deadpool. Okay, not Deadpool. Yeah man. But we'll head, we'll sail on over to number five. Um and I'm gonna go with Iowa dogs. Uh I really, really love that claymation stop motion style of animation. Um love the Japanese themes in this movie, loved all the characters, didn't really expect that um Chief's character was gonna go that far, but I thought that was cool that they <clears throat> made him a much more significant dog by the end. Um, love Wes Anderson movies anyway. It just reminded me of Fantastic Mr. Fox just because they're both that stop motion animation style, uh, and it was just really good to me. Um, definitely a little, a few more adult themes. Maybe not for the kids, but it's a good movie for just about anyone. Um, and I just, I really liked that one. I didn't have any complaints really. I thought it was a good movie. I didn't think it was too long. It didn't feel too long. So I just thought it was a great movie, man. Um, what did you think? I've actually not seen it. Really? Oh, man, it's so good. Like it, it wraps you up in the entire adventure, and you just get really, really excited to see what's coming next um, Like I said it's got great pacing And it's got some cool shots for an animated film Like it's got some really groovy Like wide shots And it just kind of it, It's got a great tight knit plot um, It's about It, it kind of seems a little weird at first Like I know, I know I was talking to some people And they're like eh not really interested But once you like see the movie You're like okay th- this is kind of interesting The dogs have contracted like a virus That can be spread to humans so the mayor of this uh, city removes all the dogs and has them put on this island that's basically just a bunch of trash, um, and they're trying to, like, fend for themselves and trying to save themselves um, from, from uh, dying. So it's, it's, like, a really cool movie. Um, huh. The main character is, like, a little Japanese boy who goes to the trash island in search of his dog. So they're like searching for his dog and helping him out, and it's like a team of cool of dogs um, helping him out. I know Jeff Goldblum is one of the voices. Ed Norton, it's got a good voice cast. It's um, oh, really cool. really fun ride. I'm just checking it out. Yeah, definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and put that at number five. Um, did you have something in mind for number four? Uh, let's, let's review the notes real quick. Um, so if I get four, you get three, I get two, you get one, right? Yeah. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to bump up. I'm going to do it before, I don't know, before you take it, I'm doing a quiet place. Ooh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. It's dope. Um, I, I, I love it. Um, anything that's um, unconventional uh, automatically gets a point for me. Anything that's unconventional and surprisingly good gets double points. And I was surprised a few times about how good this film is. Especially, I had my, I had my doubts when it was John Krasinski um, coming in as a writer-director, so to speak. Um, not so to speak, he was, I apologize. He was writer-director. Uh, I know he's a phenomenal actor. He's great in the office. Uh, I just, you know, I, as a filmmaker, and I started off as an actor myself, it's very hard to do both and and do both well um, because it, being a director is one of the most challenging things um, you'll ever put yourself through. Um, if you want your outcome to be good, it's doubly hard. And, and And then putting yourself in front of the camera, which is why a lot of writer-directors, put themselves in roles, but not in the starring role. Like uh, Ben Affleck did, um, we all know, Fargo, but look at his screen time, what he was doing. It wasn't very hard. It was simple. And he was behind the cameras making sure everything was going, doing everything he wanted to do, and he put himself in a role that he could get in and out of real quick, and it wasn't hindering him. He didn't need to be in it all the time, you know what I'm saying? So um, it worked in that capacity. I didn't know how it was going to work for this, and then you know, not being able to talk, but the more you look into it, the more you, you know, give Emily Blunt and the, the kid actors a chance. I think with the first, dude, within the first five minutes of this film, if you're not interested in it, I don't know what's wrong with you. I really don't. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, uh, and then, you know, the not t- speaking a lot part kind of was like, oh, crap, is this is going to be good. It, it, didn't, it did not hinder my enjoyment of the film, and I don't think it's going to hinder anybody's enjoyment of the film. Um, and it had strikes against it. What I'm trying to say is I didn't really have high expectations for it. I saw it. And it blew away my expectations. And, Ooh, um, me neither, d- yeah. So I think it was a great original story, great acting all around, fantastic cinematography, great original story. Um, I'd recommend this one. Definitely. Um, you probably could go a little higher maybe, but, um, uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm just gonna go a quiet place, man. What are your thoughts? Man, this movie was so good. Uh the I remember first sitting down on the movie and like before the movie started, because um, I, I, I go to the premiere screenings uh for these movies, so it's like a lot of movie reviewers around town, um, some who oh, cool. are popping through town and stuff and uh so I get to kind of just chit chat with them sometimes or chat with my friends. Um, and I was talking with a friend who was also, like, a huge movie buff, and we worked at the same job at the time, and she, we, we had just talked a little bit about some films before, which we I think we were chatting about, like, Black Panther and all kind of stuff, and even through the pre, I mean, there's no previews in the screenings, there's full that have previews, but this one got straight into the movie, dude, and I promise you, as soon as the movie started, everybody shut up. Like, I mean, it, it, everybody was talking before, but as soon as that, like, oh, yeah. came on, and that's like, not my there, theater. it was, was. like quiet, yeah. just I, silent, yeah. like no babies, no screaming, no crying. I mean, I I would hope there'd be none in this movie, but you never know in these days. Um, oh yeah. But there's true. like no no noises, no popcorn rustling, no no eating. Like everyone was just drop dead silent. Like I was, I, I was you felt like you had to be quiet and look, or you're gonna miss something. Yeah. That's how I felt. It was like, wow. Uh, just focus like it it was there was nothing at that moment that could take my eyes off that screen and i had admittedly i had like this meal deal and i had like a bag of chips and i was rustling around in them before the movie and then i just like put them away as soon as the movie started because i just had to pay attention great great characters it is so hard so hard to even just make just characters who don't talk um come to life and they did it with the an entire movie which yeah. barely has any dialogue so it's just it's amazing the storytelling that the visual storytelling that went on in this movie um I was I was pretty nervous yeah. through a lot of the film because because that lack of sound I was always on my feet and and I don't I, I maybe wouldn't call this like jump scare like oh my god I'm gonna have nightmares tonight but I was definitely paranoid. Um, it definitely had uneasy oh, yeah. heart, heart beating. Like it was unnerving. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. It was, perfect. And, it was, it was and, like unsettling, and, like, oh. Yeah, and another thing I forgot to mention, I apologize to cut you off for this. Um, the fact that, in, um, it, you think it's a spoiler to mention? I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm, now I'm I'm apprehensive to explain uh, if it's a spoiler. Or not. Not spoil it. Like you know what I'm talking about? The the you know the decision they make After the beginning him. scene.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. open
0: up and we reveal that the mom is, you know Is that a spoiler? Uh, I don't think it's so much that a she is. No, but she's I don't Okay, so I can say it. You think it's cool yeah, to say? Go it? For it, man. Okay, she's yeah. pregnant and you can't make mm-hmm. noises and I'm a new father. My daughter doesn't stop making noise unless she's passed the fuck out. <laughs> like, how do you keep a kid quiet, especially an infant, a newborn? I'm thinking to myself the whole time I'm watching this. Like, oh my god, that's fucking baby. Like, oh my god, you know. So I'm thinking, oh, dude, this this played on my heartstrings. It pulled on my 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 real emotions. You know what I mean? And it really mm-hmm. got me. You know, it really it really pulled what I love about film so much is the emotional things that it, the roller coasters that can put you through. So this one hits it for me as uh, I'm not a big horror film fan, but this year so far, honestly, I've, I've watched a couple of few good horror films. I still have yet to see hereditary. I really want to it. Oh that. man. Uh, it's on. I've heard nothing yeah. Like it, good it, things. Oh, it, you got to watch it with a great headspace, man. I would explain, I would tell you to just kind of like, Drop your expectations, put them on the floor, watch what you're watching. Everything that they're showing you is for a reason. That's all I'm going to tell you, okay? And then go and watch that film. You got it. I'll do I it, think you'll, it I think like you'll a, get it. it. Yeah. It it sounds pay attention. Like it's an adult film. Oh, yeah. I had to, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I had to go have somebody explain that thing to me. I think I said it in my review. Uh, it took me a while. I had to like go and do some research and do some thinking on my own, like, what was I, what, oh, and then when it clicked, I'm like, aha. So go ahead, man, that's all I'm going to say about that, and I hope, <laughs> hopefully, I just, but, yeah, go ahead, man, get me off this topic before I spill my beans. Oh, man, I just, I just think a Quiet Place, and even Hereditary, I'm sure great. I, I definitely think this year has been a great year for horror.
1: Um, we haven't
0: got years where we really just had, Several big hitters like this, it's usually just like an it, and then that's it. We even had some dry years, man. Um, and I, I think the first purge looks good to me. Um, I don't know how good it's gonna be, but this looks like it could be a really good film. Um, and I and the I purge, really, man, oh, freaks you out. It freaks you out, yeah. Just the because it's not far. I don't think scary. our society that's that fucking crazy from doing something like that for real.
1: That's yeah. why that
0: purge thing scares me. Some nut job down the road is going to be like, hey, you remember that movie? It worked for them. Let's try it. No. No, 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 no. Let's not try it. <laughs> that's not – do you want to live your life like that? Hell no. That's that's my type of horror film. That's a horror film to me. Straight the fuck up. Scary to me. Like, like More scary than Freddy coming out of it. my dreams, dude. Way more when I watched the first one with Ethan Hawke and his family run around, I'm like, this is fucking insane. This is insane. It, 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 no. And I was terrified. I, that, to me, and, and watching real, you know, real human being, you know why? Because out there in the real world, man, there's some real bad, evil crap going on. And it's just as scary as any monster Hollywood can make up. And the thing that mm-hmm. it scares me the most is it could be right next door. And that's not a joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> I mean, let's like so. think about it. In that scenario, if something like that happened where, you know, the president approved, like, yeah, just go ahead and open and it up. Perch. Perch. You're and you're not prepared for a And you're not prepared. You're, you're right. Dead. Somebody, Jimmy, right down the street, a kid could kill you. A kid could try to kill you. Yeah. any
1: adult, anyone.
0: I mean, it's like anything at that point could happen. You could step outside, get into your car, and somebody could run their car right into the side of yours and T-bone and kill you. I mean it it just yeah, unless it, yeah, it, unless it's you have one crazy security systems you know or whatever right, so yeah, that's insane, and I don't know if this if, if this country is you know the the thought of that actually happening in real life is whats you know that's terrifying because I don't think that that's too far fetched I agree man, um and you know you you get to a quiet place and that one. That one's almost harsh top. Um, I'll say that one's a a really good one because the next one I want to put on here is Deadpool two. Although I don't really think it's necessarily better than a quiet place. I do think it's in the top 10. Uh, This was a sequel that you, nobody could ask for. I mean, everyone could have asked for, excuse me. Um, It was better than the first in every way. In my opinion, I thought the comedy was better. The action was better. The characters were better. The fact – all right, this is – I'm sorry, folks. Deadpool 2 has been out for a little while. Um, I won't spoil too deep, but let's just say the X-Force – what What happened with the X-Force was very unexpected. And I thought yeah, – awesome. No, man, I know that people think it's unexpected, <laughs> but, like, I was thinking to myself, God, you got to expect the unexpected when you're watching Deadpool. I didn't expect that, though. You're right. I, 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 did. I did not, not like, see that coming. God, I'm like, Damn. if you saw that coming, you're an oracle, man, because I did not see right. that coming at all. <laughs> like, I, but I was feeling it, too, man, with the rock music.
1: In the
0: middle of it. And I'm like, oh, man, they're going to come in with some badass shit. And then it just, oh, man, oh, my God, it was hilarious. <laughs> not quite. It really. I, was like, I, felt, I, bad I felt bad for average. I felt bad for what? What's his face? Peter is that his name? Yeah, <laughs> I felt so bad for that dude. He didn't belong there. Like he really shouldn't. Have been he was there. just trying to help for the time. You know, he just yeah.
1: thought it looked is fun. Is that your
0: superpower? I have type one and type two diabetes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Peter, I just, Peter was oh. awesome. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> dude, to. I want a oh. tattoo of Peter on my arm. Like I really do, in memory of Peter. Like I want to live my life as dangerous as Peter did, live on the edge, do it for Peter. Um, his buddy's name is Weasel, right? Which what? Deadpool's buddy's Who? name is Weasel. In the movie? Yeah. I mean, the um, the that. The character's name? You know the, yeah, the character. The, with the glasses? I don't know what that guy's name is. I really don't. I don't remember. I even, I'm in even in the first mistaken. Is uh, this, i mistaken. I don't know. I just call him... Uh, his name's like TJ... What? what the hell's name is? J. Whatever. Miller. I call him that dude. Because he plays... TJ T. Miller plays TJ Miller in everything. Like, he's oh, always, always TJ Miller. <laughs> Miller. Like, fuck that. I hate... Like, he has no range. And from what I hear, he's a real asshole. But no, TJ Miller... like yeah. T.J. Miller plays say, his best friend, not Weasel. Like, it's T.J. Miller. He was, like, he, he was, like, involved with some sexual harassment. So they, like, cut yeah. a bunch of him from the movie. Like, he had a lot I of do I like it when they him out. You can, you can torture me. I'm never going to tell. They're like, he's barely, like, he his beans. Oh, that was, <laughs> that, that was kind of funny. What he, what he did, what he told on him. And then like and like and then like you know I wasn't even mad because he's a pussy, Excuse my language, but he's a wimp. What was he gonna do? You know he avoids yeah, fighting. You think Cable's like torture He's gonna he's not gonna give out. You know he man he's a narc. He is narc written all over him. Well, it was all part of a plan though. Yeah, but we he didn't know he, that. At he the had time. it predetermined. Yeah, Yay! but was, at the time. <laughs> I kind of had a hunch. I didn't think Homeboy was going to sell Deadpool out like that.
1: I was like, nah. I don't think
0: he'll sell his homie out. So he, he ended up pulling through. Uh, the only – I'll say this, loved, loved Domino. Wow. Uh, yeah, she was cool. Really liked Zazie B's performance as Domino. I thought she was a great character. She was funny. She had great energy. Uh, I thought there could have been a better cable. And maybe – Really, this is just because I know Brolin and <laughs> Thanos, and he did such a great job of Thanos. I felt like yeah. he kind of carried that energy over to Cable a little bit, and I was not impressed. Um, I thought Cable could have been more, okay. ac- more yeah. comically accurate. Like you were saying, like, yeah, I had problems with Cable a little bit. I didn't have problems with Josh Brolin. I thought his Cable was funny, and I loved the cameo with Matt Damon about the toilet paper. Or whatever they're talking oh, about, I forget. Yeah, and uh, Brad Pitt, the 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 superior or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Brad Pitt. The Vanisher, the Vanisher. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, 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 I was, was like, is like, that can Brad
1: Pitt? Remember? <laughs> 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 anyway, but yeah, keep.
0: <laughs> yeah. God, I can't wait for that movie to come out on DVD or Blu-ray. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cable did the same fucking fight move every single time. Did you notice that? Grab his arm, break his gun, take his gun, punch him. Grab his arm, break his gun, take his gun, punch him. He never kicked anybody. He was all top, caught McGraw on it the whole damn time. And it just wow. bothered me. I was like, oh, my God, do something else. Rewatch it. I You'll didn't notice it. that, every but time I, he fights, I noticed he did have boring choreography. He's, like, beating up people with, like, the same moves. Like, he'll grab a gun, grab his arm, pull it away, and, like, he keeps... He's fighting very close quarter combat style, very Batman, um, you know, Nolan verse, very in your face, boom, oh one God. punch, you're dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. and you look back on it, I love Nolan, but you look back on it, that, man, it, imagine if Nolan's Batman as fought up to Batman, beat. right? And he's like, wait a minute, you actually punched me. I'm like, yeah, in my universe, I fuck that slack. And he's like, my universe. I like go close to them and they fall down. Now, I would love to And he looked parts.
1: like he needed five or six sandwiches. And he was like, dude, look <laughs> this little skinny Batman. He's all thin and shit.
0: Like, no, I know how. He needs about 10, 15 pounds of muscle on him. All little. Oh, so like, right. I, I'm not even scared of him. I'm not even nervous. Like, when Batman hits the screen, I need to be like, look. If I see that dude, I'm running. Like, there's no way. Um, right, that's why I love was... one of the
1: oh, menacing.
0: He scared criminals. He scared bad guys. He made bad guys afraid. You got to respect somebody who can make a bad guy scared. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you want to <laughs> intimidate. You know, you got to be the guy that intimidates bad guys. And I just, and I, I love second... this. That, that was the best part. Everything else was kind of eh. But Batman was right. Yeah, right, and I, like, yeah, to get off, we're, yeah, we're getting, like, super off, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you, man, for number three here. Um, is it number three? Wait, that was, that was number three. Wasn't it? No. hmm Wait, which no what number are we on? I can't remember. I give would I just do A Quiet Place? Was that the one on Oh, no, game? I'm sorry, we're on two. two, we're on two, we're on two. Because I put that both in yeah. at three. So we're at two, right? Yep. I'm gonna go with You Were Never Really Here. Have you seen that? Is that the name of the movie? Nope. Yeah. Walking um, Phoenix. Um uh Lynn Ramsey. Um how do you how do I explain this film? Um it has something to do with like sex trafficking and Joaquin Phoenix's character basically is like the guy that goes and gets these girls back and just like the brutality of it, the, oh my God, the the pacing and the way that this film is told, um, it introduces you right into the world and it just starts, boom, you're in it. It doesn't explain anything to you. It's not told to you what's going on. You have to listen to the dialogue and the dispositions and the interactions between the characters, the acting is superb. It leaves you going, oh, my God. Like I think it's one of Joaquin Phoenix's best performances. Um, that's why I'm so hyped. Everyone's talking so much shit about this guy playing the Joker. I don't, at this point, I don't really care if there's two Jokers in this universe because I don't know what the hell's going oh, on. Oh, but man, I, really I do, I think, do think, think that we'll see a different... You want to talk about seeing a different Joker? You want to talk about seeing... Um, I just think that Walking Phoenix. I, I I just remember him as Gladiator. Think of that Claudius, or I think was, I forget who he was, but he was just it's such a fucking. Oh, he has he can do this evil in a different way. I think that um, you know I think they should give him that story, but don't call it the, personally. Don't call it the Joker. Call him somebody else. Make up a fictional name. People will go see it. You know what I mean? Like no. they it's inspired by the no. Joker or whatever. And give Jared Leto his movie, that's cool. But I'm I mean, if they're not gonna do it and they're gonna give you this Joker, I'm excited because I thought he did a fantastic job in in this film. Um so I've been a big fan of him, you know. I, I just think that this film for me as a, as um just like an uh re- I respect art this is a kind of an art slow burn. This is may not be for everybody, but like, oh, it's boring. My, thought, my wife thought it was boring, but got great characters. If you're in the right mood for it, it it's pretty uh, shocking at times. And there's some brutality in it, man. And the actor just, I'm a sucker for a great, um, for great acting that makes you forget you're watching, you know, you, you feel like, you know, Every time you watch Joaquin Phoenix play a character, you got, you feel like he is that guy almost. He just does a fantastic job of encompassing the role he's put himself into and picking the ones. And for me, I just um, uh, I'm I I just love it and I'm a sucker for it. So I I'm gonna put that right now as number two um, on my list. Okay, um, it sounds like something that like would really be. Like almost necessary to see, <laughs> to be honest. Like yeah, I awesome? definitely I think you should check it. And as, I, as a, yeah, like as an actor, I love Joaquin Phoenix. Um, he's actually. I, speaking of the Joker origin movie, um, I know that they've got him billed as Jack Napier, who DC revealed is Joker's actual name now. So Napier is going to be playing that character, yeah, Napier. Um, I know he's going to be playing that character. So maybe it'll be a little bit more about the Joker before he actually becomes a Joker. Which, if that's the case, I'm all okay. game. Like, if you're telling me I get to see Joaquin Phoenix like play kind of like a pre-Joker transitioning into the Joker type of deal, I'm, I'm all like, I'm all for it. Continue with yeah, the I think that Joker. I really do think Let people are going to everything else sh- go. Like, I don't mind. But I, I would, dude, I yeah, I'm down. He's going to put um, himself actually, in the role, I'm telling you. He's going to be better than Jared Leto, I swear. I, I was going to say, I actually would be more in the mood for that than another Jared Leto movie, I, or another Jared Leto Joker movie. I don't need another Jared Leto Joker uh, movie. I don't need that. I, I uh, like him. I, I, suicide Squad, sort of. But, like, I, I don't need a full movie like of Joker not yet. Yeah. Did I like I Jared too, Leto's Joker? But... Sort of. But I just, I love the Joker character. So, I have no problems, like, you know, reciting some of the Joker lines from Suicide Squad, even though I don't like that Joker too much. I just thought, you know, I like it just because, like, uh... someone says you want chocolate ice cream. Yeah, I want chocolate ice cream because I like chocolate ice cream. But, you know, I don't, I can't tell you whose chocolate ice cream better. It's just I like chocolate ice cream, and I think you give me a little bit of it. I'm not going to be disappointed, but is it the best chocolate ice cream I've ever had? Probably not. <laughs> but it's chocolate ice cream. I hear you. But it's I, chocolate it's ice just, cream. I I'll don't take some. I don't know about that. <laughs> like, I, I don't, don't care know about him bad. getting I'll that. So you, yeah, I don't if you – I don't know, know about two Joker the films. Film. Go, ahead. Go ahead. No. Uh, no. I don't know, it's man. That's just where I'm, I'm sure. at. I don't know. I'm at a <laughs> no there. Uh, just because – Because, like – I saw between this Joker and I'm like, dude, they cut his most integral scenes out of the movie's theatrical cut. So who's to say what they would do to a Joker movie? They would tear that apart. I feel. And if you can yeah. get a new Joker who could do a, a great job in the origin, I'm down. And then have Jared Leto appear in a Bat in a Batman film or whatever. Cool. I'm all for that. And you know what? I actually would be down for them. Like introducing that origin Joker, and then introducing like a younger Batman or something. I'm down. If y'all want to do the origin route, go for it. That's one thing Marvel hasn't done, and something that DC could do different that could work. Like right. I'm, I would love it. Like if they can reboot the franchise that way, and like tease at the end, like Joker's rising. Like, and like, and like you just go to you just go to a slow pan of like up to a building, and there's someone you know, a young, well-dressed man's reading a newspaper, and someone says, I don't know what's going to be done about this guy. And he peeks his head up, and he says, I know somebody. Oh, I know. You know, it's Bruce Wayne says something like, I have an idea. And it's just Bruce, you can tell it's Bruce Wayne, or you pull back in this Wayne Corp or something like that. Boom, roll credit. You're like, shit. Exactly. You're now like, you've got competition. Like, you reboot yep. the franchise with Joker. Oh, that would be so awesome. And then, put Batman in after Joker and have it as like, oh, Joker runs into Batman. And yeah, a, a, Joker calls the Batman you see both instead of the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And and Jake Gyllenhaal's Batman. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Him, Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> versus Joaquin Fiends. Oh, my God. Did you just get goosebumps? Because oh, oh, I oh, sure as oh. fuck did. Hell <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> just thinking about that, it's just Oh, my goodness. Just That would be the perfect, like, perfect matchup, Aww. to be honest. Like, that would be the perfect Hell yeah. matchup. Oh, but Hell yeah. the last. She we and have finally is. arrived at number one. Um, yes, sir. And number one, I think, I, I hope we don't disagree on this, because I know that just waiting 10 years for this film boosted it up a lot, um, and it did not disappoint in any area, really uh and and just i think it was really helped by the 10 years and all the films that led up to it gotta go infinity war for number one um this is a cinematic universe we have never seen before T- movies that tie in like this for 10 years long that came up to this huge explosive of a movie just for that movie to be like all right we're gonna leave you leave you kind of sad leave this for the next one, which will be the grand finale. This was just such a good movie, man. Like, I can't speak enough on how great the pacing was, how I was never bored, how it was hilarious, which I didn't think it was going to have too much humor in it initially. Like, I thought it would have its quips and funny moments, but it was really funny. And the, the seeing the characters that we're so familiar with actually get to finally interact with each other for a while, and it wasn't just like oh, it's Iron Man and Thor again. Like, it really wasn't the core Avengers team for a lot of it. It was, like, little sub-teams here and there of different people helping each other out. And I just loved those character interactions. But I think most of all, I loved Thanos. Like, he was just – he was reckless. Um, No matter what, he was going to achieve his goal. and He even killed his daughter to do it. And there was pretty much no hesitation. He shed tears for Threw her off the cliff and that was it. He he killed her. He it, it's not like he seemed that remorseful about it. Then he got what he wanted. Um, I I loved Josh Boland and Thanos. Every time he was on the screen, I was just I was like, wow, what a menace. Um, this guy was just someone who destroyed worlds and didn't care and just had all the power within his fingers. He was just. An overlord. And I also, I hate that they killed off Ebony Maw because I really liked him as a villain too. And I thought he was somebody who could be kind of menacing, like one person that stayed with Thanos who could kind of still be a threat as well. Uh, his powers were barely explored. I thought he had really cool, like trippy power and that was barely, barely explored. And I just, ah, I would have loved for him to stay in the movie. But Spider-Man, Iron Man, every single character got their time to shine. But nobody did like Thor. Wow, I mean, he got Stormbreaker. Like that was mostly his arc, and I was kind of like, uh, when when's the good part gonna happen with Thor? And it happened as soon as he crash landed in Wakanda. Um, I, uh, wow, uh, never looked at Thor that way in the movies. Um, Thor one and two, was, they were pretty. So eh, some movies, that third uh, Ragnarok was great. But man, this, this Thor, this was unstoppable. And this is the Thor I wanted to see. I'm like, he's Asgardian. Like, he is the one to wield that hammer. He should be all powerful. And this was, this was like that. The Thor I've always wanted to see. Um, I, I can't explain enough how excited I was for this movie. I got to see it in a premiere screening. And... Uh, my boss actually let me off work to go see it. Uh, so it was like a dream come true. Um, I got to go, when I got to go see it at like noon, a couple of weeks before it came out, I was just, I was shaking. I was like so excited. Like some of the other critics are huge and fans, but I know me and a couple other guys were just chomping it up about like how it's been so long and how these films have tied together and, it was a good to me, man. It, beginning to end I have no complaints. Very few little criticisms, but no heavy complaints on this one. Uh what are your thoughts about Infinity War? Uh, I'm with you there. Uh it was my number three. I think um maybe even number two on my list when I first started doing it. But no, I you know, regardless of where I put it, yeah, I'm not arguing with placement at all. Um, yeah, it was a culmination of uh, the ten years, like you said, I you know, I agree with everything you said. It um it was groundbreaking in more ways than one. I don't think that it's getting enough appreciation for the fact of what Kevin Feige and then put together. Say what you want about the characters, blah blah blah, what they're doing, and they're blah, oh, Spider Man's doing this with this guy. The look at it for what it has done. It's groundbreaking. Nothing's ever been done like that before. So on top of being a great film it also has that working for it. So I, you know, I agree with you. Um, Yeah. I didn't get to, you know, I'm I'm not as privileged as you, Saya. I don't get to see my movies early like you, unless, unless uh, a couple of my buddies in LA who get um, preview copies, um, do naughty things and let me see them early. But for the most part, like, yeah, I was right there with you. I was stoked. I, I, I was expecting it to be a little less funny, but you're right. Thor, in some regards, uh, stole the show, um, it, you know. Balancing out all those characters, it was a phenomenal job. Um, Thanos, guys, yes. Thanos was um, scary and menacing, and, and for a while there, you know, uh, I didn't really fear any of the MCU villains, you know, really necessarily, until Thanos. And then the Black Order and, you're right, Ebony Ma uh, I like, uh, I like that character. It was, it was, it was really cool. Um, the Wakanda battle scene was, 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 was neat. Um, even like, you know, um, the, 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 I love the, 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 the comments, you know, calling him Squidward and I liked how, you know, the, yeah, this is like originally for kids, but there were some of, you know, some of the humor was directly aimed towards adults on purpose and I like that about it, but yes, uh get back on topic i loved it yes it deserved to be a number one um definitely uh for more than one reason uh just for the kind of movie that it is but also for the production the 10 years in the making thing is phenomenal to me and like like we were talking about before i came in late to the party i I took a long long time to research what everything was going on to really appreciate it and that's what really got me hooked um i wasn't expecting to feel so emotional you know, I really wasn't. I'm like, these are characters. It's fake. You know, it, it's not real. Let it go. But then you, you start feeling for it. You start feeling for the characters, and you start feeling um, because we're geeks, and we know the contracts and we know the the in-workings of it. So, you know, some of these things, you know, are coming to a close, and we know it. So it's it's with a heavy heart, but it's also entertaining. So it's a lot like life, the double-edged sword. You know what I mean? It, some A lot of things have a great positive, but they also have negatives. Um, and the negative was that this is very emotional, very somber, but it just solidifies um, that, you know, they know what they're doing and, you know, they let their content creators create and they make great casting decisions. And they obviously, the actors want to work there and they do a really good job. Um, and they've been doing a really good job. So yeah, I agree, man. Like as of right now, I don't know what any movie's going to top that. And I know Jawan argued in text messages earlier that it's not going to be um, number one. Wasn't going to be uh, Infinity War, and I called it. Remember, like I said right now, because honestly, I can't think of a movie that's. Um, maybe you could you could argue like let's say critically that um, maybe Hereditary should have been on here, or, uh, or Quiet Place should have been higher. But those didn't have, you know, and maybe we'll say Black Panthers definitely, you know, I boo-booed calling them out early, but I really wanted to, to, to get them on there, and I didn't know if he was able to make it. I don't know where it was going to go, so I just kind of threw them out there. So they didn't have that um, cult- cultural significance right behind it, I, and, and I think this one did. Um, and it deserves to be up there a little higher just because of the like I said the back inside the all the production stuff coming into it is a little bit more um spectacular um Absolutely. Of than those movies were and maybe you'll say critically they're better sure go ahead i don't that doesn't bother me but you know i spend money out there and i wasn't disappointed so you you got that's got to mean something and um yeah i think and that and you know um, it's It had such a cultural impact. Like, pop culture-wise, this was huge, man. And there were people who didn't even really watch these movies. I mean, it's introduced some people to Marvel movies, to be honest, um, and have got some people to get back into them. Because I know there are some people who see, you know, every every once in a while. No, everyone's seen this. I went to see um, Infinity War, like, three weeks after it came out, and the theater was packed. Packed. Yeah. So this was like a late, late Friday night, I think, and it was it was just stuff full, and people were laughing, and everybody was enjoying the movie. Like these were people who've seen it like the second or third time, and generally that that doesn't happen for movies. People see a movie once and that's it. <clears> then <throat> comes back out on Netflix or Blu-ray, whatever. But yeah you drew a lot of people to see it more than once. Um, and I just think that that's due to the buildup it had and the fact that you had a, almost a whole new slew of people coming to see it. People who were barely committed to the films, diehard fans, um, people who hadn't seen the film before. And it just, <clears throat> it got the Marvel you
1: hallmark.
0: Yeah, you're right. It br- it, I think, <laughs> <coughs> whoa, excuse me, my apologies. I got uh, some comment through throat. Anyway. Um uh I, I would go b- I would go back to school and I'm like you know like you know Mr. you know Chris or something. So. Okay, have you seen Infinity? Well, I'm like of course I've seen it. Like and, and then like you know these are 8 9 10 year olds and they're talking about what about this part? What about that part? What about this part? And I'm like how do you guys know this? Like we've seen all the movies. We love these movies. And I'm like these little kids are geeking out on the same things that we geeked out. They just got it, it, it's just in a different medium. But it's, this, it's it's literally the same thing. So I was having a moment where, like, oh, I think this is so cool. That this and, and, and then they were telling me, like, yeah, my dad, um it's, this, it's the thing that we do together is we watch these Marvel movies, and I look forward to watching them with my dad. And they tell me these stories. So I think that Marvel's doing a great job of bringing people together, being in families, bringing new people to this content. Like you said, pop cultural, but not just, you know, with other races too. I think they're doing – you know, I think they're doing a hell of a job, and I don't know if that's a Disney influence on top of them or it's, you know, just good formulas over there. I think it's a little bit of both. We'll just say that, but um, yeah, I, I love the fact that I can talk to the to, to my students about these characters, um, and they're they got the passion about it like I do. Like I, I argued like with one of them because I couldn't remember if Gamora died, and like he's like he's just so mad at me, like he. He's, she's alive on the planet with Tony. I'm like, no, Tony's by himself. I'm telling you. So I rewatched it over, you know, I rewatched it and I came back and I'm like, man, I'm so, I'm so sorry you're wrong. I was like, I know. I told my dad and then he told me to tell you that I need to go watch the movie again. I'm like, I saw it. You're right. She is still alive. All right. So it was really cool. Like, I, I like that. Even my wife, she loves the Guardians of the Galaxy, man. She thinks it's hilarious. I do too. So, like... Hold on, hold on. Yeah, Wait, I, time out, time out. My, my fault, time what? out. You think Gamora's still alive? Not Gamora, I'm sorry. Nebula. Sorry, Nebula. Oh, oh, oh okay. I was like, I, I can't... I don't think is coming back. I, no, I kind of hope not. Gamora is not, because... In, in the soul realm, that the she's soul, still alive. The soul realm, but I, yeah. I hope that, like... But I the Nebula. the goes sorry, back, she, she's done. Yeah, Yeah, Nebula. Yeah, I meant Nebula, I so my fault. My apologies. No, you're good. I thought he was alone on Titan. Because like, I'll i be honest with you, after everyone started disappearing, I started just like, I knew it was coming, but I started like, kind of like, losing my mind with everybody. Like, I was kind of like, what, Wait, what, what, what? I stopped really focusing on one thing, and I couldn't, I could not handle it. I really couldn't. I thought I could handle it. And I'm like, I know this is and gonna they're... happen. I know this is gonna happen. I know this is gonna happen. When it happened, I was still not ready for it. It's Like jumping into a cold, no. freezing cold pool, and you know it's gonna be cold. You know it's gonna be cold. And as soon as you hit your body, you're not ready for it, no matter what the hell you do.
1: Oh, and it hits exactly you. And like kitchen. I forgot
0: everything. I, you know, what I, I, it just. Uh, and then the last words and people, and then I, I am Groot. And even, e- man, just oh jeez, that was just, well. No, I, Kat I says, oh God, after that. The last, the last spoken words in that movie are "Oh God," before the post credit, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Basically sums up exactly how you felt after you saw the whole movie. It's like Oh God,
1: it was and like it one. It was
0: like one gigantic. Have you ever been to an amusement park where you sit in that thing and they play the movie and the seats move? Yeah. And you're just going up and you're just flying through space and you're battling space. And it felt like you were doing that, but in a movie. I just felt like we were just going one thing after another, being onslaughted with emotions after this and this and this and this, and then at the end, oh God, he's right because we just went through hell and back, and it literally was because Tony didn't even have anyone on 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 um, Titan with him. I mean, Earth was right. I felt terrible that he was by himself. Yeah, but it's just him and Nebula. Shit, Nebula
1: barely wants anything to
0: do with him, and she doesn't know who the hell he is. Nope. You know,
1: I'll do you one
0: better. Why is Gamora? Why like, Gamora? <laughs> oh my God, the memes that came out of Infinity War are freaking <laughs> Have you seen the one that is of of um, not Smokey but Big Worm, where it says, "Playing with my stones," he's like, "Playing with my emotions." <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, so I'm like yeah, and that's Thanos so is the head. It's Thanos' head, yeah. Oh, the It's <laughs> awesome. You gotta love it. Oh man, uh, uh, it did so yeah. much for culture, man. Infinity War yeah. was the shit, and all the Squidward memes. <laughs> like, yeah, there, Squidward Earth is, is closed today. <laughs> and then um, Bruce not coming out with the Hulk. That was like, what's going on with that? And I had theories, and I'm thinking, like, oh, you know, it's Loki, and, like, no, it can't be Loki. And, like, when, oh, i have not, that's another thing. Like, poor Thor. Like, Jesus. He really yeah, he lost has had everything. some. That and poor his, he man. Lost, like, all his I, family, all his Thor friends. Ragnarok all his is friends. So, uh, Thor Ragnarok is not fun anymore after Infinity War. Go back and watch Thor no, Ragnarok on, on Netflix the right now. And you're, like. Oh, if Thor only knew what the fuck was going to happen, like, two days after this, like, he, I, oh, my God, I think he would have, like, stayed on car. like, don't go, stay on car, Thor, you'll be better off for it, you just, you feel for him, and I love Ragnarok, by the way. Yeah, Ragnarok was amazing, dude, um, I, I just know Thor lost, he lost everything, basically. Yeah. I know in the next film he's gonna be destroyed, but I wonder how do you make no Thor hold again? Of man, Valkyrie and the Rock guy—there's no confirmation they were on the ship. I know, but how they might still be out there. How are they gonna make Thor, Thor hold again, though? Poor Thor. How are they gonna make him hold? Yeah, again? I mean they're gonna—they're that's gonna be his new team, like his new kind of his people, because the rest of them are good, man. I don't think Loki's coming back. I think that's it for him. I kind of hope, like, some people, I know this sounds really, really fucked up, but I hope some people stay dead, because um, I just feel like the stakes wouldn't be there. Um, no, you Gamora... have to keep some people dead, or we're never going to trust Marvel. We have Yeah, to to... I hope people they, have they to gotta stay pull dead. It through. Or I'm not going to respect it either. Gamora I... comes back. I might not even, I'm going to be pissed, to be honest with you. Me too. I I love her character, don't get me wrong, but they got to die, bro. Or every time some, the the stakes will never be there. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God, come right for us. Like, you're not going to die. Fuck that. You know, I'm never going to ever put stakes into your film. If you don't start killing some of these mofoos. Yeah, I mean, it would just be every time somebody dies every time someone is in trouble, oh, they're going to come back to life magically. Like, no, right, how right, why don't we just go to the quantum, quantum realm and throw the stones again? Right. Oh, man. <laughs> Hope. I, I wonder if that's going to happen, though. Like, you know, Ant-Man has to get small in order to trick Thanos, get the glove off. I can't wait to see what happens in the next movie for them to get that glove off him. Um, And it's going to be I feel like it's going to be super hard. Like, it's going to be just somebody's going to have to go, and then they're going to have to just try their damn best. I mean, think about it. Spider-Man, Iron Man, um, Doctor Strange, Star-Lord, Drax, Ang- and and um, that's, you know, this is why I Nebula think it's going to be, be Avengers Assemble. Because I think they're That'd going to go sick. back into the quantum realm. And go into the other dimensions and recruit the other Avengers to help them. Like, hey, we need yeah, your help. I like, I don't know. You know, I, I'm very <laughs> curious. I'm just, uh, it's, anti- I'm anticipating. Uh, I'm grateful that there's something I'm looking forward to because, like we've said before, this whole, this whole show basically is that, you know, good movies this year so far have been few and far between. I'm wondering where Ant-Man will come in and if if he'll possibly end up in the next movie, Captain Marvel. I'm wondering if, you know, that whole, oh, don't get stuck in a time loop uh, could possibly happen. Um, And I wonder if he'll get dropped off in Danvers' time. Because remember, she's going to be in the 90s, folks. So who knows, like... What kind of time jumble, or what kind of it might it very well might just be an origin, but I don't know. I think there's gonna be some kind of time travel, something whether it be like traditional, like cable, or using the quantum science to um, just you know basically go to a location and it's like you're kind of well, it's not really so time, much time, time in travel as like yeah, quantum entanglement, which means we're all yeah. kind of in. Inter- we're all entangled in each other within a multiverse. I don't know if time travel, because I'm just trying to think about the the words that they said. You know what I mean? Like when Hank's talking about um, quantum entanglement and quantum teleportation, which is basically what the ghost was doing, was phasing in and out, which is quantum teleportation, which is real physics. Do you know that right now it's 100% possible for you to be? materialize and show up on the moon like that that can physically happen the particle can exist here and on the other side of the galaxy and guess what if they're if they're if they're somehow attracted to each other if you affect one it'll affect that one all the way over there on the other side of the universe that's quantum entanglement that's spooky science that's real that's quantum physics so if you use that based with some like movie stuff you know what i mean like movie jargon I think you're right. It's going to be some kind of time travel, but maybe not a traditional way. Like cable. Like, boom, here's my time machine going backwards. Yeah. And going back in time. time or future trunks. Like, it's getting in a time machine. Like, it's not going to be any kind of Marty McFly type of time travel. It's going to be. No, I think those, those like, like, a, a whole different time slide. Yeah, they're sliding yeah. through different dimensions of time and space. And they're alternate versions of themselves because we're all entangled. I think they're just kind of riding the entanglement into each. And you think know, of it like a web. And you're on the phone here. here one. Because yeah. they could be alternative versions of both characters in that movie. Where, or you know, yeah. set photos for Avengers and 4. And he said that we are like going to see alternative versions. versions. Kevin Feige did say we are going to see alternative versions already know. And That's one way to explain that's it. That's gonna be sick. Yep. I'm excited just for the science of it. Isn't that weird? Like that's like I'm a total geek about this shit. <laughs> but,
1: right? Yeah. It's like
0: universe it's like ultimate cap plus cap plus this universe cap plus another universe cap and like each character has like three other versions of themselves and they're all like going up against Thanos. Wow, that will be that will be the assemble. Like holy shit, like we had to get Avengers. You know, we did it. We pulled it off. We we killed this guy. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't I can't think of any other movies that have had a buildup like this. Man, over so much time, and the the MCU is what really inspired a lot of these reboots to come back. People are interested. They see that it's a possible money maker to try to get a universe chopped up. Do they always do good? No. We saw what happened with the Dark Universe. That's probably not going to be happening again or anytime soon, at least. Um, yeah, you can't even call it the Dark but, like, Universe because it never even existed. Oh, oh man. Him. It was,
1: it was that, one that film.
0: That movie was horrible. It, it was terrible, I never terrible, saw it. I, just, I knew it was bad from the damn trailer. As soon as I saw Tom Cruise doing his Mission Impossible stunt in the cargo plane, I was like, what the fuck is this Mission Impossible mummy? Like, yeah, right. And it's he's Mummy Impossible. I'm like, what the fuck? I went out and I hashtag Mummy Impossible. It didn't pick up, but I thought it was fucking clever as hell. <laughs> like, was gonna go see? Yeah, mummy I mean, he might as well have been there because it was right. lots of stunts, and he requested to be on screen most of the time. Yeah, so, demanded the reshoots to control of the production. Um, and and he just. It was it was just a weird movie, dude. And I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I got through probably a good 20, 30, 35 minutes, and then I fell asleep. And I woke back up probably, like, 40, 50 minutes later. Like, there's, like, 15, 20 minutes left in that film, man. And I just – I never saw it again because I was like, what's the point if I'm going to fall asleep for most of it in the theater? I never fall asleep in the theater, ever. Dude, you fall fell asleep, asleep in the movie theater? I've never yep. fallen asleep in a movie theater. I have never fallen asleep. I that almost, was the first time I that ever I have happened. Been, I've never been more bored in my life in a movie theater, but I've never fallen asleep. It's a That's sin, crazy. man, and I did it. I, I fell asleep. I, I you paid con. money. I tell myself, no, you paid money. Stare at the damn screen. To dance. We go, find something bitch. to enjoy. i let it find go. Find something to enjoy. <laughs> but that's that's what that tells this tells you about it. It was that bad. It was so bad, man, that I just crashed out. That was it. Like, well um, might as well catch some of these. This movie is that terrible. And it just had some of the dullest acting out of any like out of some of the actors that were in it. Like it was like, All right, you got so via Buttella, was pretty good. Um, a lot of people didn't like Hotel Artemis as a movie, and I thought it was pretty good. I liked her in that. Um, I, her acting in this mummy movie, though, mm, didn't really get to judge because Tom Cruise is on screen most of the time.
1: <laughs> Damn. You barely
0: get, you barely get her, man. You maybe get about
1: mm,
0: her as the actual mummy. You probably get about twenty minutes. Um, but her as, in her origins, like you get maybe like ten, fifteen. I've heard just kind of some flashbacks and crap, and I was just like, dude, give us, give us the mummy. What the hell? This is hmm. not Tom Cruise running. Like, this is the mummy, and we barely get to even see her. So I was just, I guess maybe it was that man that put me to sleep. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> like, crazy. I'm glad I avoided I, I can't believe, oh. There's one other movie that I really despise, but didn't fall asleep in, and that's the Point Break remake. Um, That remake was atrocious. Oh, Oh, you've dodged some. You really dodged some crap. crap Well, I mean, I I mean, I had to to hold myself. I feel like I have really good. Like I can tell with by a trailer, and like I used to be fooled by trailers, but like I've been in the business now for like 15 years, and like I've learned a thing or two, and I know, you know what I mean. I. Which is why, you know, Suicide Squad fooled the shit out of me, and I feel so dumb about the, because I, I, I ignored all my,
1: I ignored everything
0: I know about it filmmaking so and fell in love with the trailer. I refuse to ever do that again. But like, but Point Break, first off, I love the original, and if you remake the film, you're going to have to film me on it. Really hardcore. And the trailer right off the bat told me, no, skip this, man. I still haven't, to this day. People have been giving me the film, and I still haven't watched it. I don't have Believe any plan or not, it. I didn't see it. I didn't see any trailers. I, I had kind of stumbled into a movie and I can't remember what else I was going to see that at that time, but I had seen like all the, all the movies in the box office at that time. So I was just like, well, I might as well go ahead and see this point break. Um, I didn't know another, another one came out. Like I even asked the clerk, I was like, is that like the classic point break? Are you guys like showing the the original? And he was like, oh no, that's the remake. And I'm like, Remake. He's like, yeah, apparently they remade it. I haven't seen it yet, but do you want to check it out? And I decided to check it out, and that was, that was awful. Um, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, man, I, I gave it. up on it. Like, uh, it probably had 20 minutes left, and I just pulled my phone out, checked the time, started playing games. Like, I was not impressed. That was damn. It
1: What's was that, that?
0: awful. <laughs> but... <laughs> We're here to talk about the best, and here I am trashing some bad ones. Nah, it's all right. Thought, are, it. mm-hmm. Of course, as critics, we have our best and our worst. Yeah. Um, But, wow, Avengers topped our list out. Um, But I'm going to cut it out real quick here. I definitely think Black Panther needs to go up to about number three. Switch I places agree. with Deadpool 2. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't really like, give my thoughts so much on Deadpool. Uh, I agree with pretty much what you said about Deadpool. I'm right there with you. I, I thought maybe it wasn't as best. Maybe I, I'll say that Deadpool wasn't as best as the first one for me. But other than that, I, 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 was, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It de- definitely would have it, – it, de- it was on my top. I think it's i number six for me or seven. I can't remember. Uh, Deadpool two will be at an eight, and a uh, below Ant Man and Wasp. I almost want to swap those two as well, just make Deadpool two seven. But ah, jeez, well, an under annihilation. And then I have that obscure think... one in there. With yeah, I think like I don't see what I mean. Like I, just, we we definitely gonna have to put a feather in this one, pal, and get like the whole crew on this one. <laughs> just to kind of see what they have, you know, I, I, not, not to downgrade anything you said, because you made great points today, my friend. But I think this one's just so tough that I don't want to be pigeonholed. Like you put it there, or how dare you? I'm like I know, I know, you're gonna beat me with sticks and leaves and shit. But I don't know what to tell you, man. This one's tough. Yeah, we got to get the gang in on this one. Uh, we might even, might even come back and do a part two or something and include everybody else. But. We're getting to those Yeah, last I hope it sparks minutes, controversy uh, with our listeners. If it sparks controversy yeah. in a healthy way and a good debate, then we're all will come back. We, we'll come back. Yeah, definitely. Heck yeah, man. Um so guys, we're actually sitting here at just a minute and a half um, Go ahead and check us out next week. We'll be back with another top 10. Uh we don't know the subject quite yet, but it might be might even be a part two to this one. Um something depending on what you guys think about the list. Um Chris, did you have any just final thoughts? we got about a minute left. No, I had a blast. Uh, like I said, this was a tough list. Uh had a good time talking with you. Um, I mean, I'm curious to see what the other guys think and, you know, what our listeners think, too, and maybe we should revisit this one. I'm excited to 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 maybe do that. Yeah, this one was tough, man. It's There's a lot of – it's kind of a lot of diamonds in the rough this year, so it was hard to really narrow it down to even – 10, I mean, I only have like 8 on my list, I didn't even have 10 complete movies and there are some on the 8 that I was just like,
1: yeah but we'll see you next
0: week guys Um, stay tuned for the next top 10 and we will see you guys next week